Uh, yo, man. Boom, it's rusty. I got <laughs> boom, oh, it's I got, rusty. I got to figure out which one to do. If that's gonna go the old way, the uh, yo, man, or go to the boom, it's rusty. I don't know. But anyway, today here, right here, that's gonna be new because I've been saying without further ado, and that sounds fucking dickish. So I'm gonna <laughs> stop saying that. So uh, today's guest, I have, I found him or he found me on on whatnot back back in the day. I don't know, maybe like a year ago, whenever whatnot was was a thing. Still, I don't, and whatnot is still very much a thing, but. As far as for me, it's not as much of a thing anymore. Uh, but anyway, this guy, he was he was in there a lot. He was uh, in there watching. And then he uh, has a selling cards channel on YouTube. And that's where he goes. I think I don't believe it's uh, I believe it's all on YouTube. So if you want to find him, this is who you come see. <laughs> and here he is right here. It's Kiz B. That's that's uh, how it goes. How you doing? Boom. Boom, it's Kiz B. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. So, okay, so it's it's only YouTube right now? Is it you're exclusive to YouTube or are you well, doing whatnot? Uh, you know, uh, yeah, I kind of stopped doing whatnot. Um, it, it got too much. It's My customers don't like it because of the individual shipping charges. They complain. They're just what like, are they? I mean, for shipping cards, because I mean, do you have to do like, because you have to do something with the tracking, so you can't just go and put it in the mail with a 40, 50 cent stamp, whatever the fuck it is. Right, right, right. right. So, <clears throat> yeah, it's like, I don't know. Well, that was part of it when they were, they changed the shipping from a dollar after the first one. Oh. That, remember that part? Yeah. Yeah. That, and and then, then with cards, it doesn't get too expensive with with media and stuff it does but but they didn't like that every time they bought something their card was charged so it's like they'd have 30 transactions on their credit card or bank oh and they're like oh my wife's gonna kill me and see all these trends so they that's the complaint i got so my guys we just take it dude we do the same thing as whatnot but we do it manually through chat we do a chat auction so we don't have to it's nice having the little time countdown, but whatever, you know, it's not, they get, they really didn't like that transaction so every time. What's the countdown then? Uh, what do you do to finish the auction on yours? Do you do the countdown yourself? So you just I dual stream on uh, YouTube. <laughs> no, I <laughs> no, 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 no. We do, uh, so on breakers.tv, it's another, like a YouTube, like a streaming site for cards okay didn't use very much anymore but uh, you know i've been using it for about seven eight years so we kind of have a little group that still use it in this chat i do it chat like so like i'll put up a card for sale like you know i'll put this in front of the camera can you do and whatnot you know you put it up in front of the camera and then i just in chat will type 10 enter 9 enter 8 enter until i get to zero and whoever's got the highest bid in be after i type zero get the item that's that simple okay so yeah it's not uh you know someone bids at the end it starts over like you get down to one and then it's like oh someone just put another bid and just once it's at zero it's at zero right so you can put in as many bids as you want until i hit zero so 
you know, a lot of times I'll start counting down and then, you know, start at a dollar. <clears throat> Somebody will put, you know, a dollar and then, you know, it'll just like it just like you would on whatnot. The only difference is, is they have a there they have software built in for the countdown here. I'm once I hit zero, whoever's above it. And I have a um, in my streaming software, I put the chat in. So it's it's visible to everyone in my chat who you know so sometimes there's lag so on your screen you might see you're above the zero but on my screen you're below it so oh it, there's no discrepancy. my screen determine yeah my screen determines the winner and it's pretty it's kind of fun right and yeah. uh, uh the only thing we switched over to whatnot was because of that they have that software built in but it was every transaction charged your card and my guys were like oh we hate this so in my room, they just stack everything to the end of the night and pay me. Yeah. So uh, with that then, so do you do like everyone starts bidding and then you do the countdown at ten, from 10 to zero or do you just start at 10 to zero right <clears throat> off the bat? That's a great question. So what I do is, well, I'm kind of lazy about it, but I used to put a little description like real briefly say, you know, Mike Trout base card starting at a dollar and then I draw a little line and then hit enter so that starts the bidding and then okay. i start you know i could talk for a minute advertise the card for a minute but there's a line created in the chat and then i start counting down now everyone's kind of we've been together as a group for so many years we don't get all formal i just say uh mike trout cards are a dollar and start counting now we're just we just try to get through things fast so even i even got a little lazy and start counting at six five four yeah. So if, if if we're trying to buzz through some stuff, then yeah, um, I, I, uh, I, you know, it's fun. In fact, we don't do that, those auctions all the time because it takes me a while to gather the material to sell. So, um, um, so I kind of schedule them out. In fact, I'm trying to do one in two weeks in Friday, um, the Christmas, no, no, uh, New Year's, the that New, Year? New Year's weekend. Yeah. Okay. I forgot what week we're on. Yeah. So that's, we got, I got a ton of material and that would normally have been saving for whatnot, but whatnot kind of fizzled out. I noticed you haven't been on whatnot in a while. So you, no. what was your gig? Why did you, you were pretty popular on there. I was in there until, uh, I, I don't know. It was the same thing sort of with trying to go source anything. I just got to be way too many people who are you know uh yeah selling selling sick stuff and uh you know are pretty fucking sexy yeah. people and i i can't i can't compete with that man like i was just yeah. like all of a sudden i had i had a good amount of people in my room i was having uh, and then it got to be like a, a fraction maybe a fourth or a fifth at yeah. that uh if that yeah, and, yeah i'd have like six people like, and then now three people <laughs> yeah and i'm like okay well this is not even worth my time i don't want to fucking deal with this so oh, yeah i just sort of uh went off on there and uh i just sort of i switched over to podcasting i'm like well you know what the podcasting uh, it's not going to matter if there's how many people in here if i start doing some live <laughs> ones but you know, otherwise it's just me and someone else, or maybe me and a couple other people, but I don't have to worry about trying to, it's, it's getting hard. I mean, it's to, um, 
keep up with these kids that are in their t- early 20s and stuff like that's it's not my game they're, and they're way into fashion <laughs> i don't know shit about fashion like i don't yeah, know why yeah. I, I was selling clothes man i fucking i don't know like i went yeah i oh, wore I the same your shirts on i don't i don't i wore it yesterday what what shirt was it uh the one that was a faded uh um that popular outdoors company um rei uh fucking no. patagonia Patag- no uh, no 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 uh columbia north north face yeah north face jesus okay yeah, yeah i brought a north face shirt for me that was real faded oh <clears throat> like, hell you yeah really yeah. see the north face that that's what they they like to see them kids right, uh right, right. But yeah, I mean, I could, I don't know what the fuck's what. I know a little bit now, but it, it was never something that was something I was super interested in. I was never someone <laughs> yeah. who was a, a fashion plate of anywhere I've ever, ever been. So it's, it was kind of weird. It wasn't really as much my crowd. So, but yeah. I got to meet some cool people on there. Like, uh, you know, so, I mean, that, that, that was a cool part, but yeah, I was ready to fuck it and get out. I tried and I tried live streaming for a while. Try that oh, for yeah. a bit. And uh yeah, I did one. I was uh one that oh, was based out of like Taiwan. Taiwan and one that was like really big in <laughs> in the Philippines. And so oh. it was it was interesting. Those were like the ones I was on, but then I again just sort of it was hard with the time difference and stuff. Um, oh, you mean those live streaming apps like? Uh, yeah, like, one, like, one. Kumba is that the Akuma, the Filipino uh, one? Maybe that's uh, yeah. It was a different Filipino. I don't know if it was a Filipino app. It, um, oh. The one was called what was it? It was like Hago H A G O. I think was one, and then there was another one called One Seven Live that I was doing. That one was more people out of Taiwan. Where you get gifted and. Yep. And yeah. Gifts. Yeah. And then it was all like that whole same thing. It's like there's people that are way younger and way sexier than me. Like I can't I can't keep up with that, man. Like I don't I need, you know, some other type of thing to do. So I just sort of yeah, left that. Is that you got those I I sell cars, but I'm small time. You got these 20-year-old kids that don't wear dudes that don't wear their shirts, you know, they're hype, they're hyper, you know, hype. They're hype. You got their hype man next to him. <clears throat> you know, I I don't. I'm not hyper like that. Where I'm like, yeah. it's just crazy, you know. So I don't. Yeah, yeah it was it was hard. So I mean, you got people that are there. They're ready. They're you know they're going to be there each time because you got. I mean, you figured it out. Like if I had that, I would, I would still be, you know, selling some stuff on there. But yeah, I mean, just trying to figure out how to pivot. I mean, you try and to get, match the hype energy. You you did good. I, I tried. I tried, but uh, you know, there was a lot of people there who were just uh natural at it. And yeah, I mean you didn't have so I see a lot of girls on there now selling and like this one girl, she's a very sexy chick, sells VHS. Yeah. You, know, you never be able to match her her sexy. Yes. Right. And it is hard. Uh if yeah, there's it's hard with the sexiness factor on this stuff. <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, that's what it's about. And you can't you can't fake a sexiness factor when you're doing live streams of any sort. No, I mean right. maybe unless you, I mean, with AI stuff, you might be able to, might be able to get some AI character. But I don't know how you are able to film the AI character unless you do some sort of AR fucking. Uh, 
<laughs> oh, now, now I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, I can just see some... it, you know, your head on a, a sexy little AI body. I mean, yeah, that's, no, I think that's the yeah. way to do it. And you, you just go with that, get them fucking all psyched uh, and ready for anything with that. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't have to do shit. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, like, bring that on. So that'll be soon <laughs> enough. That's, that's coming soon to whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> but um so then I mean what's how long are you usually on yours for when you're on YouTube? Like how long are your um, options? Like three, four hours, weren't they? So I dual stream at the same time. Actually, I could actually triple stream. I have a Twitch stream too, but I don't Twitch isn't really good for the card. So I just do YouTube and the breakers TV at the same time. Um I you go on I go on 9 p.m. get off when room kind of dies down around midnight about three hours yeah and so okay so then yeah that's that's a pretty long time i mean how but you're only are you you're not showing yourself you're mainly behind it's just the cards you're showing are you showing yourself or no so like, how's, so how's you, that go when we first called the zoom meeting you remember how i was little in the in the top corner yeah so the rest of it was black <clears throat> The black is where the I would I have a I have another camera that I would lift. This is in front of me, so I, I, I go through the cards. So you see me as a little corner in the top left, and then I show the cards in front of this camera here. So you see. It's oh, okay. Right, right. That's why I was like I'm trying. My streaming software was not playing nice with Zoom. I was trying to get them so I could. I I rather have done this is through my computer setup right now so uh where i stream and i'd rather have so i could sit in my chair my phone would be a little awkward plus i had the setup for it. i just had to get the software to play nice and once i did then good so if this so if you see here i think i can even show the on camera here hold on my son just connected the third monitor and it got everything goofed too so here's my right okay so then oh. ah yes yeah, so i can do it now so here i'm sorting the customer's cards and actually, I, this actually isn't the customer's cards. These are cards I'm going to sort for auctioning, actually. But yeah, that's what I would do. We would sit through and I would show the camera the cards as we rip them open, right? So <clears throat> I rip the packs. And then um, however they buy them, I mean, however they, however the customer. See, I, <clears throat> most of the stuff I do is sealed, right? I don't, except for when I do the live auctions, like we would on whatnot. The rest of it's sealed. So like we're doing soccer, right? Like here's a box of soccer. So we oh. would sell, I would sell numbers like uh, zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And then the card has a number on it, right? Card 34 of 200. So if you had the four, you win the card. That's kind of how it works. I'm not. So or I sell the teams like, um, well, okay, right here, here we go. Like here's a here's a sealed box of tops, baseball cards, right? Right. This box maybe costs $300. There's 30 teams in the box. I sell each, I sell a spot, depends on, we usually do 10 spots, but we could do 30 spots. So it'd be like $10 a spot or something, you know? And I randomize the teams and you get a team. Boom. And then I open the box. If you so if you got the Yankees, I ship you all the Yankees. If you got the Cubs, I ship you all the Cubs. It's kind of a kind of a gamble, a random. It's a, it's fun. You know, people like to 
get the top teams. I don't know. <clears throat> or I sell pick your teams where I then take all three teams. I list them in a spreadsheet. I think I can even show that. And you buy them. Um, you buy each team based on their value. So, um, so some teams are more valuable, like, you know, the Yankees have bigger name players. Um, yeah, here we go. So I, I put a spreadsheet up on, on the camera and they just buy like, you know, as you see here, certain teams have already been um, bought. The Braves are 30 bucks, the cheap teams like that, you know. So once all these teams are purchased, these are four boxes of this Chrome. And then I rip the four boxes and ship their card. So it's kind of, it's, and it's kind of, um, I don't know, it's just a way, it's called, it's called box breaking or case breaking. It's a way to get your, um, like this guy right here, Cardinals fan, he only okay. buys St. Louis Cardinals. So he don't, he don't want to go buy a box of cards or a case of cards because of the oh. cost. So he only wants the Cardinals. So he goes around to guys like me and buys up all the St. Louis Cardinals. And it, it's a way for him to subsidize his hobby without having to get the fluff. He don't care about the rest of the 30, 29 other teams. So right. it's a way for him to, I can get in a bigger box, of, like a case of them. <clears throat> I don't do cases as much, like that's 12 boxes. <clears throat> but at least this allows him, some people like this guy, he's in it for the gamble. He's buying up the expensive teams so he can get the better players to try to, to flip. And that's, that's, you know, some guys are in the flipping game. Some guys are in for the collecting game. But either way, it's all just a part of the, it's kind of a gamble. And then, and then for this guy, it's, the Cars fan guy, it's not a gamble. It's the reverse. It, it, it reduces the risk because he knows he's getting only the cards he's wanting. If he goes to Walmart and buys a box for $100, he's not, he's not guaranteed to get Cardinals. So here he is. So it's, it's kind of a different mentality on, on how it is. So then, okay, so I heard about this card that was the, uh, it's the most expensive card I think ever, and it was just sold recently. Uh, it was, I want to say it was by Tops, like when they were the bubblegum company, mm -hmm. and they had a certain number, I, I want to say it was like 30 cards, maybe, that they were giving out, and one of them, they just never um, actually released. So everyone was like looking for this one card, just trying to find it, trying to find it to be able to collect the whole set. And when in reality, there wasn't really a card. Hmm. And then eventually people got smartened up to it and I think tried to sue them. And so they eventually made this card and it, but they only made a small number of the cards. So I forgot who it was, but I, I guess that's the most expensive hmm. card by now. And sold for, I want to say 400,000, but I oh, could well, I've not heard that story, but I'm sure that's a reality. I mean, that probably does happen. The, yeah. There's there's two cards considered the most valuable or the holy grail of sports baseball cards. It would be the Hannes Wagner. I think it's a, gosh, I don't even know. It's a 1911 206, I think is what they're called. Tobacco. It's a tobacco card. That one okay. in, in the Mickey Mantle. Uh, it's like a 52 Mantle or whatever it is. Um, those are probably the two most valuable. Okay. Uh, yeah. That that makes sense. So I don't know what that one was, or maybe it was just a story. Maybe it was just a story to sell more, more cards again. Um, uh, it's it's 
I, I noticed Golden Auctions has been auctioning a lot of cards here in the last few days, and they are they constantly are setting records for certain cards, right? And there are a lot of them in the in the hundred to a million dollar range. Does Hannes Wagner and, and Mantle in the high grade are are two, three, four million? Oh shit! Right, right. I, okay. Uh, I think the Mickey Mantle. I can't remember. It's I'm bad about what year the first tops, and I should know this, but uh, Mickey Mantle. Let me see, Mickey Mantle rookie. I think it's God. I think it's fifty two tops. Mickey Mantle rookie card value. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, Mickey Mantle rookie card sells for record breaking twelve point six million in August. Holy shit. 52 Mantle, yeah. So what was it about the Mickey Mantle card? I mean, I, I Mickey Mantle is fucking one of the you know best players ever, but what was it about that card that made it I so valuable? I believe the story is that it's a in 52 Tops was the first year Tops made baseball cards, right? I mean, they made, uh, they were a bubblegum company prior, right? And then they started putting right. those cards. So <clears throat> with the 52 Tops, it was the official first year of tops making baseball cards and they 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 come out and i believe it was three series or high number and then so the first series that come out around the start of the baseball season and in the midsummer they put out the middle season series and then towards the end of the year they put out the third series by then kids are going back to school and they're forgetting about you know baseballs and whatever so I, from my for, from my memory, I think that what happened was Tops dumped a bunch of the high series into the ocean. They just dumped their cards in, into the ocean. Oh. So that limited the amount of cards in that that high number, um, fifty two Tops, which Mantle was in that high number. His card is two two fifty three. So uh, it looks yeah, that's the story. So I mean a good I mean a bad like a like a PSA ten. I don't even know if they make tens even a reality, but like a low number, like a PSA one, that's real bad. Those yeah. still sell $50,000. Oh, shit. Okay. Right. Like, like bent up, dude, slept with it under his pillow for 15 years kind of a thing. Put it in his bike spokes. Right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still, so. still good to go. I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. That's, um, I mean, yeah, because I think they did something like, well, sort of with that uh, ET on Atari cartridge. Oh, right. Know, yeah. Where they, they put them all in that, and I think it was New Mexico landfill. And then, um, but it wasn't just that game, it was a lot of other games. They made a documentary about it. Yeah, I, I didn't watch. In fact, it would be a kind of cool documentary to watch, but you're right. I think they mass produced those games that just killed Atari, right? I think it, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was a lot. Yeah, that was what killed it. Yeah, there's a whole documentary about it. I don't remember the name of it, but they had, I think they made the game in like six weeks or some shit. There was like normally it took them, I think six months, and they did the game in six weeks. Just, oh. Yeah, it was impressive. And then, yeah, that was what did it. So like the whole thing is basically getting to them to being able to search inside this landfill where they thought that all these games were uh, buried back in the early eighties. And it's funny. Yeah, sadly, it, was, it did not drive up the price of the atari et game no it's still a dollar <laughs> yeah it's, it's no more than a dollar i think i have one here somewhere um i don't know but yeah i have one just for the hell of it just you know but yeah it's not worth shit 
but and yeah, the game's not that great. I don't have my Atari anymore anyway. It's in a fucking. It's up at a at a fucking. I don't know some condo at a ski resort. Oh, in Oregon. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't really exist to me anymore. But I have that game in case I feel I ever want to. But now it's just you know have one of these little fucking things wherever it is. Got you know fifty thousand games on it. And, oh right, right, yeah. That's a little emulator. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, it's fucking just as good. I mean, the only thing that doesn't really work very well is the Nintendo sixty four games, but really? I mean, everything up to that is pretty damn good. Yeah, they, I don't know. It's just too much memory, I think, for those games. They run like sorta, but they don't run flawlessly. But everything else just runs fucking perfect and. So, I mean, I have I have that like because I, I had tons of old systems. And I just was like, well, I just can have this and like not have to carry on a bunch of shit. Yeah. But I mean, I have two PlayStation 2s as well here uh, that I use for making music. And I play some games on there. But um, yeah, that and then and I have a PS4 that I just got like a couple of years ago now. I finally yeah. moved up. But <clears throat> I'm in the same boat. I I. I actually, because I have three teen boys, so we oh. collect a lot of the physical medias and a lot of like, VHS. Thanks to you, I have a million of. Oh, uh, good. Yeah, still, uh, we did reduce a lot. Oh, I have a flea market now. So a lot of that I uh, booth. So oh. now I um, sell a lot of those in the booths. And it's kind of amazing. They, they sell so well, like three bucks of tape or whatever, you know? No and, shit. Oh, yeah. Like for the junkier ones. So I, now some of the nicer ones, I, I at, at the Salvation Army, I found uh, the the Batman, the new Batman, the, like the 2004 Batman. Yeah. And I got some bought it for a quarter, sold it for $45. On VHS? Yeah. Must have been like one of the last ones. <clears throat> yeah. Anything 04, 05, 06 or sell for good money, usually, you know, for a few. Shit. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's fucking yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I I didn't start collecting the VHS till I popped in your room, right? And uh, I bought some from that cute girl I was telling you about too, but uh, mostly from yours. And uh, we started then we started collecting them. You know, vinyl we collect now, cassettes. You remember you sent us those cassettes? We oh we yeah, just, we cherry picked the ones we liked, and then I've been selling them at the the rest at the flea market booth, right? I just sold cool. a for ten bucks out of that. Awesome. Okay. Just good. Yesterday. Yeah. So yeah, and then the other thing is the is the physical video game media, right? We have a we have uh would shoot. I uh prior to the kids getting prior to even having kids, I started I kind of collected them a little bit, like two thousand two and three. I kind of like, yeah. man, I bet this market's gonna be great in the future. So I started collecting them. So I have an Atari twenty six hundred and Atari seventy eight hundred with about eighty games. Oh shit. Yeah, in, but it's in storage. I don't have room in my little apartment. Uh, but eventually, I hope to get all set up. The kids kind of been bringing them out of storage and setting them up. So I had like a Magnavox Odyssey. Like that's the first home Whoa. Theater, uh, entertainment system is the Odyssey. Mag yeah. And so I have the second edition, cool. like the 2000 or 3000. I can't remember, but it's still kind of a cool thing. And then, you know, all the Nintendos all the way up till all the way up. You know, the NES, Super NES, 64, GameCube, even the, oh, oh I don't, we don't, I don't think we have a working Wii anymore, but, Wii. Yeah, but we have them all, you know, we, we stopped yeah. at PlayStation 4, we haven't upgraded to 5, because, you know, I'm cheap, and 4 does a good enough job, and, 
It's mostly about collecting and his playing because we have a lot of games and don't play very much. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I got. And I was like, I I ended up moving too much, and I was like, I can't fucking. Yeah, that's gonna haul. Trust me, it's that, a haul. Yeah, that was the thing with the VHS. Like <clears throat> before I left Oregon, I had a fucking huge collection. I just basically oh. just gave them all away. Oh. And um, yeah, I had a pretty sweet collection I had gotten like in the year or two before. <laughs> Just started bringing them home, and then it was like, "Why do you have all these VHSs? Like, don't get any more." And it's like, I find other places to kind of slide some new ones in, and and then I just, yeah, I was just I had so many VHSs, which I wish I would have known about selling before I moved. Uh, but right. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. See, I've been, I was selling shit on eBay back, <laughs> like. 2000 or so it's just starting to kind of take off too you know the vhs collecting again a lot of the young kids are growing up they didn't have that media so i think it's kind of a novelty and they're collecting it i I think that's like with the the old nintendo the physical nintendos and stuff i mean there's a market too that's blown up it's just yeah it's just the physical media market now but it's i mean i don't know it's different it's different with the uh the analog shit you know you get like with the vhs or the cassette tapes or or the nintendo you know hooking that up with the rca or even the little fucking uh the rf converter thing that they used to have with the atari and uh yeah that thing was you know and it wouldn't work sometimes it's stuck between channel three and four and have to mm-hmm. like the little slider thing get fucking broken but i mean the game changer i think was once it became i mean like 2008 2009 i was doing a lot of stuff with a lot of analog <laughs> audio and video shit and there was a, a place called um what was it called fries fries electronics oh, um mm-hmm. like something like that would be like or, or some radio shack to be able to get shit get those mm-hmm. weird converter <clears throat> like uh you know connectors and have like six seven things put together to be able to make that's what my room is yeah, it's a connection. Little, uh, little switchboard i can put in all the machines and just hit a button to switch to the Oh, you got one of those, like the where, yeah, where you can do like five, four, five, six of those, and you just sort of select, move the little selector, push a button to. Yeah, it's just a button. Like if I want the PS One, hit the button. If I want the Nintendo sixty four, I just hit the. It's each device has its own button to switch to for the audio and video. So are they like set up to? Uh, are they all like for RCA hookup? Like right, the, RCA. Yeah, yeah. Like even with the PS4, like you got it, you had to get like a connector, uh, some sort of connector Um, from USB to the RCA. In that room, I I I think we have. It also allows you to do. I think DVI or um, the what do you call it? The HDMI. HDMI kit. It has an HDMI in as well. Yeah. So if you. That's what. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That. I mean, that was. Those are, yeah, it's definitely a big help. You just have to get it hooked in one time. And rather than, I mean, I remember being kids, just even 
it was tough with the Nintendo and the Super Nintendo to have to switch between the two, or then yeah, once yeah, or, yeah, or, or yeah, or between you know the Atari and the Nintendo, that was a tough one too, having to fucking yeah switch it from once because then I had RCA once it became Nintendo, and Nintendo I, can but, do RCA, which is cool, you know. Yeah. What, what, but yeah. I don't know how you do the. I don't, I, we don't. That's why I haven't brought the Atari up. So I don't know how we hook it up. I'm sure there's converters somewhere. There, there is convert. But I, that's what I was going to get to. So now, I mean, on Amazon, you type in whatever you need. Like you type in an RF converter to oh, RCA, right. and dude, it's fucking there. It's I spent so many hours and days just going and hoping I could find something at Fry's <laughs> or at Oh at right, Universe right, yeah. or not not Curly Universe, but uh, Radio Shack, and then it would be like. Well, I can't find that, but I can find this and I can connect it to that and connect it to that and connect it to that. And yeah, you have this big fucking long thing of connections and um, yeah, like, so my buddy and I, like we used to, when we were, we do these quote unquote live shows, but it was with two PlayStation twos and we had this old DJ mixer from like 1986. And so, and then we had these two little, mini tvs and uh so we would and then we had to go and connect them to uh out to uh you know to the speakers and shit so like we had these two tubs full of all these connections and fucking uh playstations we had to go and set this up every fucking time and uh. yeah like it's just it's so much easier now just to be able to i don't know kid, kids got it easy these days yeah. I mean, I just watched a live show where the band cooked all into one device through the speed, you know, like didn't have all their own amps and, you know, that big, you know, they're just this one little box they all plugged into. It was like, wow, you know, that's different too, even. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's fucking simple. I mean, I wish how many times doing sound check, just be able to fucking hook into one little thing, have it ready to go. And right. Yeah. And I mean, I can only imagine how nice that is for, uh, the venues and shit not having to worry about having to do a thousand sound checks and have to do shit between sets and yeah, yeah. just like, move right over and yeah, i don't know how many bands are using that technology i i just seen a live band pretty big band and they had he his setup was the traditional old setup you know you know just you know he had his own amps and he had a pretty sophisticated setup but it was still you know amps and a head and a yeah i mean i don't know it's i think it's hard to get into that spot where it's something new and trusting that it's gonna work and it's just a simple fucking thing and it's like yeah no way is it gonna be able to do everything i need to do and then it fucking does man Mm. but um so okay so let's let's uh let's wrap her up here so what uh so people want to find you up on the internet's of sorts where where are they going to go what are they going to do uh <clears throat> well I, 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 that's good. card collective card collective all one word is the uh what i is my youtube channel so that's probably the easiest way to do it card just or facebook we do facebook stuff too but um a lot of breakers like myself now i have left uh like breakers tv which was a kind of exclusive website for breaking. They they usually use Facebook or YouTube now, 
and Facebook's pretty big community for break uh, cards and collectibles in general. But yeah, just card collective or Kisby, even you just type Kisby, you'll find the card collective group, you know, and I, I think you're, yeah, you popped in there a couple of times if I remember right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I popped in there and watched. And um, you used to have a website. I used to do this full time. This used to be uh, for about five years. That's all I did. Well, oh, we would do it, and it was like eight to ten to twelve. I mean, I would go live at like six p.m. And some nights I would go live until the customers disappeared. So it would be six a.m., seven a.m. I mean, I've, I've been, I've, I've had one guy come in just buy, 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 and I was up to like a like all the way through the night to like eleven a.m. But he spent like five grand, right? I mean, he oh, was shit. buying. He was buying cases for himself and I was ripping the whole case just for him. Yeah. God, that case, in fact, that was 2016 Bowman Chrome. That case is he paid fifteen hundred for to for me, and that it's probably like thirty thousand now or something. It's like an outrageous. Oh shit. Yeah, it's like big money now. And but you know, you don't know that back then, you know. And right. But but so yeah. I, the I used to do it full time. And when I did it full time, I had a website and, and I sold on eBay. And I still do sell on eBay too. Card collect I'm card collective everywhere. So you just type in card collective and you'll probably find my eBay, my Instagram, my Facebook, my YouTube, you know, whatever. It's my, my only fan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can throw all those up, man. And yeah. It'll be, well, yeah, you guys, if you want to know about it's only fans, uh, I've seen it and it's good. So yeah. Um, so if you guys need only fans. Naked card breaking. Yeah. Oh man. There you go. Is that a thing? It, I mean, it's, it's got to be a thing. If it's, I don't know. Rule, probably. I mean, who yeah. knows? Rule number thirty-four I, I, of the internet, man. Yeah, a, I I had a girl that worked for me in Canada. Her name was Peyton. She was, you know, I think she started working when she was nineteen. She's in her mid twenty-five, twenty-six now. Cute blonde girl from Canada, um, and she con she worked for for many years, helped me run the business, and she's contacted me kind of jokingly about you know coming back and working and stuff. And I'm gonna joke and I'm like, you know. You got to get on camera to help sell your, you know, and she's like, oh, I don't want to use my good looks to do it, you know, and I'm like, we could always do only fan breaking. That's a joke. We, you know, so I joke with her. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I mean, you really should. You should, you should push that with her, man. Like, that's a whole fucking thing. Like, you don't right. know how fucking, I, maybe you do know how fucking lucrative that could be. I'm like sure. that combination. <laughs> That, dude, if if I had a fucking smoking hot fucking body and face, and I knew that cards were like that big for the audience of people who were like right. only fans, like dude, yeah. dude well, get you know, get her. If, the if dudes not, that are hanging out already probably are partakers of that other media. So uh -huh. buying the cards and the beautiful, yeah, I know yeah. that there was a few times on the Breakers TV that they used to have girls breaking bikinis on there. And they they actually ban that. They're not you're not allowed to use sexual, even if it's in in in, in uh, uh, suggested. So they'll you know. in fact, funny story. That girl Peyton, she yeah. kind of why she started working for me was uh, she was a customer. I came in the room, bought, and we were chatting. And I, I said, "Boy, you're beautiful." I said, "You should break, get on camera and sell." So uh, she and her blonde friend they called themselves blonde breakers they went on one night to sell and i went in there and they're beautiful they're they really dolled themselves up not inappropriate but you know um and the and they they drank some wine they're they're giggling and they were cute and um they got banned 
and because they were just too pretty and so the they banned them and so as i said well why don't you just come work for me my whole intention always was to get her like me and her on together even if she didn't just neck up just she yeah. a girl that's cute knowledgeable about sports and cards would have been a great seller but she never did for years she worked for me behind the scenes she collected money she she listed stuff on ebay she did a lot of the background stuff she managed the check remember like i said the countdown and things like that oh yeah she did a lot of that stuff but um i uh i now work full-time during the day and i only do this breaking well i probably i probably work 40 hours doing banking 40 hours doing cards but i don't i don't go live selling as much i a lot of it's just maybe 15 20 hours selling and another 15 20 shipping sorting getting preparing sourcing is a big thing of course and that's you know so do you have a uh, thermal label printer? Yeah. Yeah. That thing's a fucking game Ooh. changer. Oh, yeah. Dang. You have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. Yeah, we did yeah. it at first. We I didn't printing. at first either. Oh, man. I mean, we were doing 300 packages a week. Oh, Cutting shit. Things. Yeah. I mean, back in the heyday, I mean, we <laughs> a lot of selling tape. cards. I mean, we pushed almost a million bucks in sales um, the second Holy year shit. of business. Right. It, it got big. And then it got so big that the business partners, they had a full-time job. They couldn't, they backed out. They're like, this is too much work. And that, I was all high and dry. So I had to hire people and it was kind of crazy for a little while. And <clears throat> had I probably managed everything better, because uh, yeah. uh, early 2017, I was by myself. We sold so much, I couldn't get it out in time. I was shipping it so slow because I couldn't get it back and out the door. I, I had to refund people. I had to, uh, I lost customers. So because of that, it kind of put me in a hole, right? And that year was our big year, but I started I, I started it out in a hole. But had I had everything ran right, knew what I was doing, I probably, you know, it was a learning experience. We're still cruising, but not to sure. that level, right? And um, Do you, you yeah, so it's OnlyFans. Yeah. You gotta get you gotta get her on that OnlyFans, man. I like if that's not a thing, they wouldn't have to get naked even to sell that shit. No, just weird, cute, look cute. Yeah, I don't even think they'd have to like get into a bikini or anything if they don't want to. Like, I think they could do it in fucking just some nice clothes. And that, like, dude, like, if you're like, I don't know, if you can get her to do that and be able to manage that somehow, I think you'd be onto something there. Right. I don't think I can even get her on camera on on YouTube. That's the problem. But but that you know, you always can find another cute girl that knows about cards, yep. right? I mean, yep. she's in Canada too. So, I mean, you maybe find someone local to come sit down in front of the camera. It'd be a lot easier. I Laundry dude, fucking put that up on uh, on Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> Looking dude. for <laughs> dude, it's not. I mean, if it's not Craigslist, I don't know what kids are on now these days. But I mean, I think that yeah. Uh, yeah, just come on, come over to my house and fucking open yeah. some cards for me. I bet you can find at least one person who's hey, pretty I, I, attractive. I'll tell you a funny story. I went to the oh, bar one night. This is about two years ago, right when COVID was kind of letting up a little bit. And <clears throat> there was my buddy and this uh, girl, his friend. She's maybe 30-ish. And she asked what I did. I told her. And I said, hey, I'm always, you can always come over. I'll pay you to get on camera and help me sell. No, no. I didn't mean anything perverted or, or, you know, whatever. Sure. So the next day I, she said, she said deal and shook my hand, like, like, good, let's do it. And so I thought she was serious. So the next day I texted her said, Hey, are you still interested in doing that? That's a great, she's like, I don't need 
old perverted men like you trying to exploit myself. I'm like, what? And she blocked me and I never talked to her again. But I was like, wow, this is a, she said this, I thought this was a joke. I didn't know you're serious. I'm like, oh, but so yeah, that's that I, I, I did actually try to recruit someone one time, but she totally, I mean, dude, like out of the left field, took it the wrong way. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people who won't take it the wrong way. Right. Oh, right. No, I'm sure. But that's just funny. I did have, have, I did attempt that at one point and, uh, she was a very beautiful girl. And I, again, I wasn't trying to exploit her. I wasn't trying to like hit on her. Um, but she took it. I'm sure, you know, being a pretty third year old, I'm sure she gets a lot of greasy sure. old men. Yeah. Yeah. And I get it. I understood, but it was just kind of like, Whoa, that was a reaction. I didn't expect. Yeah. Especially when she said she would do it. Yeah. Well, she shook my hands a deal. And I was like, yeah <laughs> yeah that seems like a deal anywhere in the world <laughs> shake but your hand and say deal that means a deal so now uh, i gotta go with group i think so dude like fine you can find it this is a great there. idea though no it's a great idea and if you don't if i had cards or something i should have done that with my fucking clothes i Ooh. it would have been worth it to to have someone so you could but, just have someone model live uh-huh. You don't even have to go hide in the corner to come out model. You just, yeah. Dude, I mean, is, is OnlyFans fucking selling clothes? Like, can are there people that are doing that? That are... Um, I know they're um, trying to not be only in the sex business. That I know. I know they're trying to get it to be more... way to branch out. Right. And I don't know if... I, I don't know if there is anyone. I, I know there's a lot of girls who sold intent to selling themselves i do know one girl that goes on and doesn't sell nude it's all yep. just suggestive and she makes hundreds of thousand dollars a month right like a month like a month oh, like 100k or more like a lot of cash just selling subscriptions and enough no nudity just suggestive right and she goes live on it and makes a ton of tips like uh, I think I saw her one time go live and make like one thousand dollars in less than an hour in tips. Oh shit! Again, just non-nude, so just dancing or stretching or whatever the guys request that doesn't require nudity. So, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, and I know girls. Yeah, love it. They, they yeah. sell feet pictures. That's it, and they make millions of tons of dollars right i don't even know what the real figure is but still crazy to me like who the heck buys pete pictures and why I a lot of people apparently i mean but so maybe why would you have... <clears throat> the, the, the the infrastructure is there to be able to sell product right i mean go yeah. live and sell you know maybe maybe it's fucking people opening boxes with their feet <laughs> box breaking <laughs> with their feet or or modeling socks and and then selling the socks to the person who want you know like you know and uh, I I've heard other you know panty selling and bath water selling and weird crap like that farts farts in a jar oh right yeah I've seen his farts on eBay that's hilarious and and they're they're being bought I mean it's not they're just people just doing it one time they're fucking making the shit so oh no, no no and they make little videos of them farting in a jar and that's got the problem you know the the whole story and you know which fart you're getting <laughs> yeah i got that fart there's a time stamp on that fart right i got a i got her making a video or him making a video farting in a jar and this yeah. one is 
January 1st, 1988, and whatever, you know, uh, 2019. No, so yeah, it, it's a funny world we're out here where guys are, I guess girls too, would buy anything that. Uh, yeah, so weird. if you're somebody who wants to fucking get in on this, uh, <laughs> hit us up. Yeah, hit yeah. us up. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll assist you in the getting there. We'll give you the infrastructure that you need. If you have, yeah, if you have farts or feet you want to sell, let us know. Yeah. We'll get line you up. Yeah. yeah, all you do is bring bring your farts and your feet, and we'll, <laughs> we'll get you, we'll get you on the right path. So, uh, I think that's uh, we'll leave it on on that note. So, yeah, yes, yeah. card collective, yo, uh, search that on the Bing and the Google and the uh, I don't I don't know Yahoo get up yeah. on that so dog pile dog pile ask jeeves yeah. uh, <laughs> so yeah everyone thank you for coming uh to listen and thank you kids b and yeah. everyone yeah fucking rock and roll and all that shit and fucking fart in a jar for somebody <laughs> christmas is coming up so Boom, uh, fart in a jar Boom, fart in a jar, and that's the show, man.